0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to Cosmic Crit. We are a Starfinder role-playing game, actual play podcast, and this is our very first Episode Zero recording. My name is Patrick, and I'm your game master, your podcaster, and your master blaster here that runs this shanty barter town we call home. So, first things first, I'm going to break down what this is all about. What is this podcast, and what is Starfinder? Starfinder. Starfinder is the new game from Paizo, the company that gave us the Pathfinder role-playing game. One of the best tabletop RPGs of all time. Starfinder is a science fiction, what Pathfinder was for fantasy. So instead of setting off on horseback to find a dungeon and slay a giant, we're hopping into our spaceship to explore an asteroid and kill some aliens. Now, before we get to that, this episode, episode 0, I'm going to introduce you all to my players, my friends, and we're going to talk about the game. But if you're like me, and you've been waiting for this game for over a year, and you don't want to wait a moment longer, well right now you can skip this episode and go directly to episode 1 of the show, which is releasing simultaneously. Episode 1 is the start of the adventure where we will meet all five of the characters. We'll get a look at the setting for the show, Absalom Station, and we get a sneak peek at the mysteries that lay in store for our heroes. But wait, there's more. We've also recorded and released Episode 2 of Cosmic Crit. Episode 2 officially starts our intro into the Dead Suns adventure path written by Rob McCreary. This show, Cosmic Crit, is going to blend strictly adhering to the rules of this new game Starfinder while telling an amazing sci-fi story from the adventure path and mixing into that the group storytelling that is going to come from all these amazing characters you're about to meet. My hope being is that Cosmic Crit will be something special for all of you to listen to. I'm doing this because this is the actual play podcast that I've wanted to hear. Now, if you like what you hear on the show, all I ask is that you please subscribe and write a review for us on iTunes, and, and tell all your friends that might like it as well. I cannot do this alone. I'm going to need some help here on the show, so I want to first introduce to you all, all of the players. Without further ado, let's go ahead and introduce everybody. Uh, everyone say hello to Drew, Jabert, Miles, Rebecca, and Tyler. Hey, guys. Hello. hello. Hi. Hey, team. When did
1: we become, when did we, when did we become friends? I don't... This is new. I'm oh, right a... now. You didn't get the memo? Oh, oh, no, no, no.
0: I don't check my email. Check, check your inbox. Yeah, there yeah. is a certificate. Patrick friend, it says it. Yeah, oh, he friend. has... Oh, it's uh, yeah, Somehow written in crown on my computer. It's an invitation to... In, in crown?
2: Well, it's an invitation to Patrick crown. Book, which is his own version of a social media network.
0: <laughs> um, yeah, uh, and, uh, I book sign, uh, sign up is mandatory, by the way. Uh, don't,
1: I'll get right on that. I feel honored,
3: truly. <laughs>
0: this, is, this is already more confusing than I ever wanted to be, so we'll break it down. Uh, this is my voice. This is Patrick, and we're going to go around a invisible table because we are playing online in four different states. Uh, so the digital table, we're going to go through alphabetically, and that starts us off at Drew. Hey, Drew.
2: Hi, how are you?
0: I'm doing great. I'm recording a podcast right now. How are you doing?
2: Uh, I believe I am also recording a podcast. If it's is, the same one that remains to be seen, but.
0: That's pretty amazing. What, what are the odds? You know, <laughs> are you uh, very excited about Starfinder or are you the most excited about Starfinder?
2: I think that's a loaded question uh, yeah. and I don't appreciate it. Uh, But I will say I am extremely excited about Starfinder. I I think this could easily be the greatest podcast that's ever existed on the internet.
0: (laughs) About Starfinder?
2: (laughs) (laughs) About anything, really.
0: TM. uh, Mark
2: Marin got the president on his show. uh, But I think we are still going to do better than that. that.
0: 250 episodes in, so we probably got a, a ways away before we can rock that level. What, one thing I wanted to chat to you specifically, Drew, about is that you and I are fans of a a shared favorite RPG series, one of my favorite RPG series of all time, the Mass Effect
2: oh, yes. uh, series of
0: games. Uh, how much are you expecting Starfinder to kind of feel like the Mass Effect universe?
2: So I, I think that... Mass Effect is a very particular universe that has a very particular set of things. And I think Starfinder mm-hmm. takes those things, but also incorporates things that feel like they're from a lot of others of mm. our
0: favorite, uh, more, more fantasy for sure.
2: Yeah. Especially sure. maybe one of the biggest sci-fi fantasy worlds out there. What's it called? It's, it's kind of obscure.
0: You might not have heard of it. I'm pretty sure.
2: I think it's like space combat. Is it space? Trek space battle.
0: Uh, yeah, no, no, I I, I get that. But uh, yeah, no, I just keep going to back to Mass Effect because that, at least that first game, you go to like this giant space station that's, you know, like a Tower of Babel of like all these different races and species of, of different kinds of aliens all talking these different languages and i i'm very excited to see that uh, immediately that's like I'm going to be like one of the first things we get to see is yeah is and that i cool can cool space station
2: and i can totally say that my character is not at all based on anything that i've gotten from from that game um not at all <laughs> in the slightest
0: uh
2: totally no one... totally not an npc that commander shepherd punches in the face at least one opportunity <laughs>
0: Oh well, don't don't spoil too much about your character yet. But uh, <laughs> all right, so that that's Drew. Everyone knows Drew's voice. We're gonna Hi. Just, we got four more people to go through, so we're gonna burn through as many of them as we can. We might not get to all of them. Who's last in the alphabetical order? Well, we might not get to Tyler. I'm sorry, Tyler. But uh, <laughs> second around the table, sitting to I guess clockwise, Drew, your left is uh, digitally Jabert. Um, Hello. Jabert, hey, how's it going? Another how's great going, friend of man? mine. Yeah, um, yeah. Welcome. Jabert, this is really weird. I'm reading from a cue card here. My executive producer is whispering in my ear, and they're telling me your name does not have an L in it. Yeah. Is that correct? Yep,
4: yep. Well, the state of Massachusetts
0: could say differently, but. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> did, know, seriously. Did they keep uh, keep trying to Gilbert you up?
4: Oh, yeah, no, seriously. Like, like yeah, my, my driver's house is definitely for Gilbert right now. So Oh my goodness.
0: <laughs> you're living a lie, man.
4: Living I know it. <laughs> a lie.
0: Yeah, yeah, but we, I mean, like Drew and I, you and I have known each other for some time. <laughs> Quite some time. Yeah, yeah. And uh I'm I'm pretty well I'm defensive when someone uh, says your name incorrectly as well. Maybe more <laughs> more than you are. I'm just like,
3: Oh dare you!
4: Right? Yeah. I've been, well, I've been I've been dealing with it for about I don't know 31
0: years at this point. So <laughs> getting old hat. Yeah. By now. Uh, yeah. So you you and I I've been your GM before, but right now we're both players and we are at the same actual IRL tabletop Pathfinder game and we're we're playing Kingmaker right now. Absolutely. Um What 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 uh, what are your thoughts on that game?
4: Um, I'm really enjoying it. I'm enjoying the the kind of the prospect of kind of doing this like nation building sort of exercise mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. Uh, and um, kind of seeing seeing uh, what I mean. You can get into so much trouble as a character, <laughs> and like oh, yeah. imagine how much more trouble you can get in as a kingdom, right?
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. Basically, in, in that game, if you've not. Uh, heard of it before it's another adventure path that Paizo has put out and it just gives you a big sandbox of this open wilderness space and they expect you to to set up a city and then like a kingdom and then multiple (laughs) Multiple cities, I think, eventually, and mm. uh, do the complete fantasy uh, storytelling experience from the ground up over the course of years, if not decades. It's pretty crazy. It's pretty crazy so far. We're like two years into it. Does that sound right? Yeah, I think that's. I think that's right. Yeah. <laughs> do you, Do you expect to see? a lot of similarities between the fantasy and Pathfinder and the, and the sci-fi and finder.
4: I mean, certainly mechanically, there's going to be a lot of, there's going to be a lot of overlap. Obviously there's a lot of kind of disconnect because of some of the, some of the, the canon that they've written to the, to the worlds, so, you know, but with the gap and all that. Right. Um, right. So, but, uh, but I will be, I will be excited
0: to see some of our somewhat familiar faces, like, you know, elves in space. God, yeah, no, there, there's some, some interesting through threads. And to be honest, when they, when they, announce starfinder at first and they said it was going to be in the Gal- galarian system but in space i was like oh man i'm just gonna play a, a, a space dwarf forever or, you know <laughs> a, a space uh, elf forever but yeah, uh, I, kind of, th- I
4: kind of i was kind of i was kind of thinking like oh well that's sort of interesting like so while we're running around
0: down here there are people flying around
4: up there <laughs> uh but that's not that's unfortunate. well, oh, yeah.
0: well that's that's Jabert. uh one, two down three to go next alphabetically sitting to Jabert's left maybe directly across cross from me at the digital table miles hey miles hey buddy how's it going pretty good pretty good halfway there <laughs> got to get through to you two more to go so miles you are a big horror fan that's safe to say right absolutely like, yes. a huge horror fan you're that's
3: like an understatement the
0: horror guy here and you have actually written about the series of films ridley scott's aliens and and beyond ridley Scott, uh, i guess as well but uh the the series of uh of films that started With Alien, the classic, with Sigourney Weaver and Tom Skerritt, right? That's that's a weird thing. (laughs) But also accurate. Yeah, very, very accurate. Starring Tom Skerritt. Would you say that it is probably the most influential sci-fi horror series of all time?
3: Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, there's not a whole lot of comparison. I mean, when you think of sci-fi horror, there's not a whole lot there. I mean, don't remember, there's a ton of sci-fi horror out there, but like as far as like stuff that's classic. I mean, yeah, no, it's it's one of the original. The you the know? only um, one that I would put up there about is Event Horizon. I actually was literally <laughs> in the middle of saying the only other film that I would put up there as oh, far as yeah. a great sci- sci-fi horror film is Event Horizon. Oh really? So, yeah. Definitely. No, I, I love that movie. It's the only good movie Paul W S Anderson ever did. Oh, oh. <laughs> or Sam
0: Neill. It's great. Oh boy, oh we're uh, have Sam Neill has done some good stuff. pretty early. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, he's done some other hard uh, in and uh, out of with John
3: Carpenter. Yeah, actually. yeah,
0: uh, not great, but uh, man, no, I do love I... that movie. Uh, Event Horizon was one of those guttural things. Like if I come across it on TV, I'm just like, maybe I'm just gonna turn the lights on right now, <laughs> gonna, uh, pretend like that didn't happen.
3: Well, no, it's uh, it's a, it's an a earlier film.
0: To go back to Aliens, what what is it about those films that you think is so frightening? And does it does that have to be in a sci-fi? I can't it just like take place on Earth in like modern times, be like a creepy monster. I mean, was it, it, about the it, sci-fi it could, scene? but
3: it takes kind of the magic away. Like I love the idea of combining speculative fiction and your traditional almost not home invasion type film but it's like a home invasion and a creature feature type film in a setting that kind of makes you a little bit more uncomfortable because if you're in space you can't go anywhere yeah there's no there's no escape you are stuck in that one place you could go
2: outside but i'm not sure it would uh, end well for you
0: (laughs) (laughs) what's it's what why one of the twilight zone episodes one of the best episodes with william shatner Himself is is such a classic where you know there's something on the wing. There's that, there's no one. There's nowhere on the he can go. There's Some- nobody he can get to help him, and it's like a do or die situation right, right. there. Right, and, to get and people that's to go.
3: that's actually honestly one of the many reasons Alien works. One is a science fiction film and a horror film. There's a lot of factors into that specific film. Yeah, and it's no, cool. so many
0: things that went right. That I mean, we having talked about the art design, which is arguably the best part of the film. HR oh, guy, yeah, absolutely. Art. So. But what I'm trying to get at here, Miles, is you are okay if your character in Starfinder dies a horrific death at the hands of a really cool-looking space alien, right?
3: I, I'm more okay if one of my teammates dies a
0: horrific death. <laughs> I'm a... Character gets to see it and, like, record
3: Exactly.
2: It. I'm okay if Miles' uh, character dies a horrific death. That, I'm good with that.
0: Moving on from Miles, <laughs> Pin
3: ultimately. Hey, at least I don't have to hear
0: jokes anymore, so... Uh... Uh, our uh, Our next player is Rebecca. Hello, Rebecca. How Hello. Hello. Uh, now, this isn't like your first foray into tabletop gaming, because we've been playing for, for a few months together, but you are still relatively new to this style of games, this version of role-playing games. You've played a ton. but uh, um, I,
5: I don't know about a ton. I've, I've played a few.
0: Kingdom Hearts, you're... You're a huge Kingdom Hearts fan,
5: yeah? Yeah, I mean, I've played Kingdom Hearts, sure. Yeah,
0: I'm not,
5: oh, I'm not yeah. sure that anybody
2: is
0: a huge Kingdom Hearts fan. Oh, I know um, plenty of them.
5: I did, I did spend a back. good amount of time playing World of Warcraft in my younger days. That is technically
0: um, very much a, an RPG. So,
5: yes, I have some experience with RPGs. That's yeah. more experience than Kingdom Hearts ever gave me.
0: Yeah, so, um, but as far as Pathfinder, we've been playing it six or seven months now, um, but you are still kind of new compared compared to me i guess uh and some of our other players here to to this style of games miles and drew you're, you're pretty darn new as well
2: yeah uh, that, that um, we uh rebecca and i started on the same campaign and uh mm. i have uh yeah, so many yeah. years of video games doing all that math for me that <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah no that's uh i mean it's basically exactly what you're talking about is there's like a percentage hit, you know, for for World of Warcraft when you left click on that monster. And the, the, the same thing kind of happens when you roll d20 in Pathfinder. Oh, yeah, yeah was, absolutely. Was...
5: And I mean, I kind of came at this from a very backwards point of view where I played World of Warcraft and I had friends in the game who were really into the math of it, you know, like mm-hmm. did all of the like figuring out numbers and how this gear would Im- impact their strength or whatever, you know. And, um... Uh, I never really got into that part of it. Like I did a lot right. of research and I, I knew how to play my character, but I didn't know all of the math and all of that stuff. But I understand now <laughs> I can see the, like having now played one of these tabletop RPGs and having to do some of that math myself, of course, I still have a little bit of help. Um, but uh, I, I, I see the, evolution of gaming Mm -hmm. and how it came from from all of this you know um, and uh, it's it's pretty neat to to see it from that perspective um, and did, uh, on, on that creation side of things.
0: I mean, beyond the mechanics, uh, did you ever dabble in an RP, a role playing server in Minecraft?
5: Oh gosh, no, that terrifies me. Because
0: <laughs> <'cause laughs> I did, and yes, it was it was frightening. When someone would come up to you and be like, "Hail, stranger," I'd be like, yeah,
5: "What up, I, son?" I started I started a character as like maybe as a joke or maybe as an experiment or something, and just immediately was so like embarrassed and like it was very <laughs> awkward for me <laughs> oh, <laughs> so <no>. I left
0: <laughs> believe it or not no everyone's first RP experience it better be awkward or you're not doing it right um do, do you expect to see a ton of similarities between uh, World of Warcraft or any other RPGs you've played and Starfinder
5: um I don't know I mean it's set in space and I I mean I uh more than anybody else here I think um really don't have a lot of experience with video games and certainly mm-hmm. not sci- sci-fi based video games um, I tend more towards uh, fantasy, I think.
2: Except your favorite uh, race to play as in World of Warcraft was the Space Goats. So. That's true. <laughs> yeah,
5: Draenei, totally all the way. Yeah, I, I was definitely an alien <laughs> for most of my WoW career. Um, so <laughs> Fair enough um know, but, there's some uh,
0: sci-fi fantasy aspects of that game
5: yeah no there are there are um especially after the introduction of Draenei, i mean you can't really get away from the aliens uh yeah i hadn't thought about it that way <laughs> but um I'm, I'm curious to see how this goes um i'm less familiar with gaming in general i guess and um, don't have all of the cultural bases that a lot of people do with like oh this is kind of like destiny or oh this is kind of like mass effect <laughs> like none of that means anything to me um i never played any of this those games so um
0: well that's fine uh that that's one thing about diving into kind of an amalgam world like i think Starfinder is gonna be is that you know it'll be a brand new like crazy experience for some players and some listeners to this podcast for sure and then people that are old fans will be like oh well this is just like this or that is definitely an homage to creatures from alien yeah Uh, but um can i
5: also say like not only do i appreciate now having played a tabletop rpg um Um, I appreciate now not only the evolution of video games from that, but also the wonders of Munchkin because I played Munchkin (laughs) way before I ever got into like actually playing a dice game or anything. And I kind of get it now um, what it's making fun of.
0: Munchkin, the card game, if you guys haven't played it, is, you know, it's a a humorous look at the mechanics of of games like Dungeons & Dragons and Pathfinder, where you're just always trying to get the best gear and the best power-ups and beat the monsters the fastest. Oh, it's great fun.
5: I love Munchkin, and I always have, but now I have a little more understanding of why it is the way it is. (laughs)
0: Last, but certainly, probably not the least, uh, we have my man, Tyler. Oh, thanks. Thanks. Yeah. I, 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 that glowing welcome was certainly, probably not the least. I apologize right now, Tyler, if I call you Tai Tai because I've, <laughs> we've been calling it that for like to, a year to, to say that i think i yeah i played miles for doing it first yep. and then i definitely picked it up and then i started calling <laughs> miles my my which sounds so weird oh, uh nice. tie, 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 my my uh, welcome tyler um so we've played in a few different tabletop rpgs together before this before cosmic crit with me as your game master and right now i'm i'm running you in another pathfinder ap adventure path uh their latest one iron fang Invasion. I have one question for you tell me flat out am I a good game master yes or no uh, f-
1: flat out i would say yes yeah uh, but but there are like a lot of asterisks around that uh, oh. <laughs> you know i'm in the
0: record books but there's an asterisk
1: yeah yeah no i i enjoy having you as a gm which is why i'm doing this podcast but i'm, now, I'm glad somebody does oh, oh yeah <laughs> there's gotta be one person who's having fun with him as a gm <laughs> um am i entertaining do i amuse you 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 amuse me you mm-hmm. stimulate my ears Mm. Perfectly.
0: Yeah, so I I thrive on feedback and praise, good or bad. Please and thank you, Tyler, whenever you, you tell me I didn't like that fight at all.
1: <laughs> well, and, and it's cuz I've only I guess one of those asterisks of course is like, you know, we've only ever done tabletop RPGs over uh, online, you know, you know, you I live on the other side of the US from you. And we've never got to really play in person. And so, you know, I have, you know, obviously I've played other tabletop RPGs in person and I still, you know, that is obviously the, the way I love to do it. So, you know, there's always yeah. going to be difficulties just because it's an online setting. It's
0: it's always very different. Um, you know, I've only started playing online in the last couple of years and I was surprised at how focused uh, some of the games can be. And I don't know if it's uh, just, you know, you're able to do a lot of stuff like beforehand as a, that you have to do like, you know, when you get to the table mm. in a in real life game. And maybe there's, I don't know, there's more chances to be diverted. I guess you can't really leave the, uh, your computer too much when you're in a PC game, but I'm, I'm very excited to play Starfinder online and I would love to play it in person as well. Whenever we can.
1: Uh, oh yeah. If I'm, if I ever win the lottery, I'll probably just, you know, move out to where you
0: guys are so I can,
1: or just fly <laughs> back and forth all the time. I won't care. That's probably a better
0: I think, option. I think we're, yeah. Um, we're moving West coast. We win the lottery. Um, <laughs>
1: so just fly, right, just fly right by each other we both win the lottery we just pass now we're
0: <laughs> in the same problem
1: two different areas you,
0: you
2: no. open you open the windows on your respective planes and throw dice at each other what, what are we
0: the, Amelia G- Earhart? the gift that of the magi that is so dangerous i i cannot <laughs> condone that kind of behavior Drew. geez yeah. um, it's it's
1: it's episode zero and we're already suggesting to our listeners dice roll down strike your, the roll plane's down going down 747's in the 47's window and see how <laughs> that works out so
0: that's that's these five people who are yes my friends and yes players I I hope you like their voices as well. I should probably give you some information about me. I've been a player of uh, tabletop RPGs since Dungeons and Dragons 3.5. Like we're talking uh, maybe 18 years. 17 years, somewhere in there, Um, and I've been playing Pathfinder, gosh, probably for the last six years, and I've game mastered 90% of the time, you know, and other systems, Cyberpunk 2020 is a favorite, Numenera, uh, Fate Core, but Pathfinder is my main love. And when they announced Starfinder, I was uh, skeptical at first, but every little piece of information they released got me more and more excited to, to jump into this new universe. I love getting together with my friends and playing any kind of game together, whether it's online video games or in person playing board games with my friends here. And uh, yeah, this game group, the six of us, I was really, really surprised and and pleasantly surprised that it's worked out so well. There's definitely a chemistry between us and not all of you guys knew one another before we started playing. But over the last... Uh, I think we like,
3: did, for the most part.
0: I didn't
5: know, know Tyler. I don't think... Yeah.
0: Maybe, like, Jabert and Tyler weren't, like, you know, best buds. No, that's right that's, right, that's right. You've that's met right. each yeah, yeah. other, met like, Tyler briefly before. since then. But, I mean, uh, we've been playing for about eight months in our our, our homebrew Pathfinder game. And it's just... It's been a treat uh, to both write and Game Master for you guys. And I can't wait to transfer some of this magic to the Starfinder game and to Cosmic Crit, what you're listening to right now. Um, yeah, so that that's the introduction to you guys. I know we didn't talk like too many specifics about like who you are and what you do, but that's kind of boring. And it'll come later. Um, so ju- we've just got a couple of questions here about what Cosmic Crit's going to be about, what the Starfinder game is going to be about. Um, we've been talking about it, but we've never recorded talking about it and put it out for other people to hear. So what do you guys think we're going to see in uh in Starfinder and in the first adventure path, Dead Suns? Oh my gosh. In uh, the universe itself.
1: <laughs> Everything that's gonna happen in the universe. Tell us what we're gonna see. Yeah, oh well, I mean, what are you excited for? Oh, I'm I'm excited for what is out beyond the pack world system. Um hmm. so you know, we've seen a little bit about the pack world system, uh, and I've read a little bit about, you know, the different planets that are in that. But you know, I'm really excited for what lays beyond that and what kind of really, you know, weird stuff we're maybe going to get to encounter as we're, you know, uh, navigating and charting, you know, new parts of the solar system. So I've been
5: really focused on character creation. So my thoughts about um, Starfinder are really focused on like through my character's lens, you know, Mm -hmm. Um, but I'm really interested to see on the Solarian class at work and how that um, turns out as really awesome or really lame. We'll see.
0: (laughs) Well, so, I mean, that's the thing, like there's the class on paper, there's the ideas on paper, but it's a whole different thing once you hit play, you know, how it's going to work out. And uh, I said this to another friend of mine, a Starfinder friend today, that the best class in the, in the hands of the worst player is always going to be worse than the best player with the worst class. It, it's, it's all about... Hence why
2: uh, so I've chosen an envoy. <laughs> Wink!
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> drew that's uh been mean to tell you you are you're you're starting this game on hard mode <laughs> apparently
2: <laughs> says the internet and my but, na- um, my name is nax cizorak i am a space rat and this is my favorite storefront on absalom station
0: I mean, that, that's one thing I'm really excited about Starfinder is the classes are pretty well balanced, but they still have their own individuality in where they're going to excel. Like, are they going to excel in the out-of-combat stuff, in the, you know, the tense, I got to disarm this this uh, explosive device right now, or I've got to fix a ship, or we're going down. Are they going to be ranged combat specialists or close combat combat specialists? And how are those classes and characters going to fare in, in different situations? And that's one of the great things about having a party of five is you guys can kind of fill in all the different nooks and crannies of what you need in an adventuring party um and you know be strong where other classes might be weak and vice versa
4: yeah i would agree with rebecca in a big way i'm Mm -hmm. really excited to see uh my character get out there into the universe and start to kind of like, you know, explore the space a little bit, interact a little bit. Um, I got to <laughs> say um, on a mechanical level, I am just so very stoked for the, for the uh, starship combat. Oh yeah.
5: Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Me, so me too.
0: Yeah. We've gotten, we've gotten uh, tantalizing uh, hints at what it's going to be like. We've seen a couple of playthroughs. If, if you do some searches online, you can see it being uh, demoed. But yeah, I, I want to dig in, and I can't wait. I want to get to the end of uh, a long adventure path, or like a, a, a an epic homebrew story where there's just like ten capital ships versus ten capital ships, and and your like teeny <laughs> ship is darting in between them. Yeah, I, I I can't wait. That's that's something that's pretty much wholly new to Starfinder. There was naval combat in in Pathfinder, but they've kind of like upped it, you know, to to a new level, and it's. It's like a core mechanic in this uh, in this game. So that's definitely going to be awesome. So I have um, something
5: else to add. Um, as someone who has only ever played Final Fantasy D20, and that's the only other tabletop RPG that I've played. <laughs> um, Maybe I'm interested to see like how it, what the new monsters might be like what kinds of enemies we come up <laughs> against i mean i'm used to these oh, yeah. enemies being from another property you know um so i'm interested to see how uh, crazy they are or um how the how they play into the the world building aspect of, of starfinder as a as a separate game from other rpgs
0: well, yeah, no, our homebrew game, it's still based on, we were playing Pathfinder, we are playing a homebrew that was set in the Final Fantasy world, but that's still a fantasy world like Pathfinder, so, I mean, you've you got your dragons, you got your goblins, a lot, a lot of similar stuff, and those will exist in Starfinder, you know, at least to a, a certain extent, but I think piled on top of that, you're going to just have a lot more robots and, you know, horrific space monsters from from you know other star systems and yeah just like every every single person in in the uh, Mos Eisley Cantina is going to show up <laughs> at some point you're gonna you're gonna see them all I think I don't Eight. like
2: you, my friend doesn't like you either. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Ten thousand cred bounty on his head. The the setting that we find ourselves in, uh, Absalon Station, is kind of a centralized location in the way uh, starship travel works. So. You will see, you know, all kinds of crazy races from beyond the packed worlds, like uh, like we're talking about with Tyler, uh, from planets that, you know, might not have been visited by humans yet. That Maybe the first contact is happening, you know, in this game, and it's like you bumping into them as they're walking around the station, and you're like, sorry about that. <laughs> They're like these are these are a graceful people, <laughs> a gracious people.
1: Yeah, um, I, I, that was one of the things that I was really because going back to the monsters, you know, it's just like with with Pathfinder and fantasy monsters, you know, it's pretty. I think Paizo does a great job with the bestiaries and coming up with new creatures, but you know, you want whenever you, whenever we talk about a space setting, you want some really weird stuff. And uh, I was really excited when the First Contact came out. Yeah, they, the free they, they RPG daily
0: supplements. So. Yeah, like 12 and
1: they aliens in there. I can't remember. I, I think there's like five. I don't know. If there's it 12. was it was I, I a
0: good 18. smattering. I was very. I, I didn't think we we're getting that many. I thought it's gonna be like five or six.
1: Yeah, and but just looking through them, and I was just I I felt so much more confident. I was, I was like, oh, they're gonna knock this out of the park. Like yeah.
0: <laughs> these Space are. Space goblins creatures. are a thing. Everybody, don't worry. And and as a um, neo, yeah.
1: as a neophyte to
2: this whole thing, I I feel like Starfinder feels like it is geared towards on one hand being able to easily get into the game but on the other hand you really still have to pay that attention and get into the game to really get the most out of it and i think that i'm hoping it it strikes that good balance between the two things to bring people like us or people Mm -hmm. like me into stuff like this because it's been a lot of fun to do this but I feel like I have a much better handle on this game than I did on the previous game that we played.
0: So this is one of the reasons I wanted to do this podcast. I wanted to bring Cosmic Crit to life, and it's one of my next questions. So, good segue. Uh, Why should people listen to us play this game? Uh, Why should they hit subscribe right now at the beginning of the podcast?
3: So outside of the the fictional podcasts they listen to, which more are you know like more dramatic shows as far as the stuff I listen to the stuff where it's not non-fictional, but like, you know, actual people interacting with one another. I always, the most important thing to me is rapport. Like Mm. if, if I can tell that they at least have a good chemistry or like each other, or in something like this, if they're having fun, then I'm more likely to listen to it because the stuff that comes out naturally when people are having fun is infinitely more interesting to me than something that's, that's carefully precise and scripted out.
0: Yeah, yeah.
3: I mean, I, that's
0: one of the things I've liked about our, our Monday Night Games, uh, where this game group came from, is it was never boring, for me, at least, as as Game Master. No, it was it, always it was, and we had to some really,
3: really ridiculous times. And and that's something that I kind of... I mean, there there are times we got, like, really, like, sloppy with the game, but we still had fun, and I know we we're going to be a little bit more, more of a tighter ship here, but at the same time, like... You know, all of us, you know, knowing each other fairly well or to very well. I think that that's not going to be a problem for us. So, if you want to yeah, listen to people yeah. who who like each other and have a good time together, that's why I would listen to us. Yeah.
0: I mean, yeah, I've I've known most of you guys for the better part of a decade or so, mm-hmm. um, which is and, very uh, weird to say. Yeah, yeah, no, we're are old focus. Um, yeah, but just, you know, what what uh, were you about to say, something, Tyler?
1: Oh, I was just going to say, I, for me. Uh, with podcasts, I mean, besides, you know, kind of building off of what Miles was saying, the other thing I like when I listen to, you know, tabletop RPG podcasts is uh, I like, I like, I like for cool characters to do cool things and Mm -hmm. to listen to them evolve and change from that. And I, you know, I've, I've got some secret knowledge because I know a little bit about all these guys' characters, and mm-hmm. they're cool characters. You know, we've just built some fun, you know, people and beings uh, that we're going to get to play around with, and I already mm-hmm. have played with them, and I already know that they're very capable <laughs> of doing cool things or. Ridiculous things and having it somehow pan out. Um, <laughs> only I could roll as well as you guys. I, yeah. I I can hear you
3: like staring in my direction for that one time that I've made the most ridiculous play <laughs> in the history of tabletop games. It
0: happens where you've got either great role players or great rollers, you know, yeah. uh, on but, the dice, or someone that's really tactically sound and someone that's there to like make everyone make sure everyone's having a good time. And it seems like. Everyone once in a while we kind of rotate those roles to where, yeah, none of us are bored in, in what we're bringing to the, the game. And,
2: and, and, and it's also a situation where I know that a couple of us do this. I know I try to do this and I know Miles tries to do this. We try to break the game sometimes and really see how far we can push our GM to, mm. to see how much <laughs> stuff he has planned for us to do. And uh, <laughs>
0: that's, uh,
1: that's standard, that's standard policy. You got to yeah, push back on no. your yeah, just a I'm... little bit to make sure that he's not, you know. There's some file, there.
0: filing cabinets in the corner. <laughs> I go to the filing cabinet and I script each page that's in there. Right. Uh... I look at the first file. Uh, they're empty that's, uh, uh, empty file they've been yeah so I mean that's yeah. fun shenanigans but uh, it seems like uh that that'll happen naturally at, at every table where there's players that are like anything can happen here I'm gonna do anything because of the
3: well, I think it also helps that the the five of, or the, you know all of us are so familiar with one another it it does kind of help kind of I don't want to say break the ice but there's not that kind of coolness of some players who have to maintain a certain uh, stature. We're, we're all pretty comfortable just being asses.
2: Yeah, uh, and so and we will pick on each other, and it's okay. Constantly, we love oh, each yeah. we love each other, <laughs> and it, it's it's just going to happen.
3: Yeah, I've um, actually. From our other show, I've had people ask if the two of us don't actually like each other. Really? Uh, (laughs) Yes. That's that's... because you know if you listen to some episodes, it does come off like we don't like each other. That's that's a little sad. But uh... I know (laughs) Um... well because Drew and I are very very similar, and so the we often (laughs) will pick on each other incessantly, and sometimes some people don't get that it's just we're that comfortable with one another i'd like to see that
0: manifest in your characters speaking of which we're we don't have to talk too much about our characters right now because we're gonna have a whole game where we introduce them but you all have kind of ideas about each other's characters you've seen bits and pieces as we've been making them and, and we've gotten more and more information from paizo about what the classes and the races are going to be um what are you guys' predictions for each other's characters uh, in the episodes that lay ahead of us. Oh wow! That's... Do you mean for I... our
5: relationships with other characters?
0: Yeah, or just where? What, what? What kind of characters do you see each other playing, or you know, where do you think they're going to go?
5: Well, I personally, I mean, I can't really speak to uh, the character independently, but um, I've been really intrigued personally by my character being really young and a student and um, valuing logic and all of that stuff, and being um, paired up with this very old. Mm-hmm. Um, seasoned android who also Mm. values logic. um, I think that there's potential for a really interesting relationship there. Um, student
0: and teacher
5: yeah exactly mentor mm-hmm. um, mentoree yeah and um i i also think there's some potential for her to be um strangely um fascinated i guess by uh address is that how you say your name um because <laughs> no, no, not a his size because he's really big and um there again is is a seasoned adventurer and explorer um and she she has a bit of uh, wanderlust and and a, a desire for more adventure than she's seen in her in her lifetime so far mm. um so i think that there's uh some potenti- potential there for um some interesting interactions
0: so jabert's our android and tyler's gonna be our our, our vesk address uh, what about you two do you guys have any uh expectations or anything you think you might see any predictions in each other's characters
4: yeah, I've uh I you know so I've I've kind of given some thought to based on some kind of rough sketches about any kind of uh, other characters what sorts of ways that those other characters might interact with my android mechanic <laughs> And and uh, I I think I think that there is a really good chance that he'll get along well with um, with Rebecca's character. Mm-hmm. Um, I I see I see um, him and interest having a, a a pretty functional relationship. But Andes is a is a pretty is a pretty uh, 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 reserved sort of person and a little hard to read sometimes. So so he's he's not necessarily the most outgoing person not person <laughs>
0: <laughs> thing miles and drew and tyler you guys guys in predictions
1: yeah i for my character because i i'm playing the vesk and he's from obviously the vescarium so i'm actually from near space and i don't Hmm. think any of the other characters are uh, or i think all the other characters are pack worlders yeah Uh, so i'm excited about that interaction and i think uh i think i'm gonna be interacting pretty seamlessly with drew's character with miles's character i think there is i i I think rebecca's character is going to be the most interesting and how our characters are going to kind of interact with each other Mm. um and when, when 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 the group does come together i'm very i'm interested because this will be the first time that edris will have had kind of a tight-knit group that he's really that you know hopefully that you'll really care about
0: mm. and i think it's going to be pretty cool who yeah. hurt you tyler <laughs> who who hurt who hurt tyler's character uh drew or miles
2: <laughs> i i am playing an isoki which is uh for, rat for folk. not in the know a rat folk and i am looking forward to in the house to, I'm looking forward <clears throat> to both uh, falling into and subverting those expectations based on whether or how that benefits my character.
0: <laughs> I, I can't play it because I would I would just go straight Rizzo the rat
3: <laughs> all the time. <laughs> it's impossible for me not to. Uh, uh, um, uh, Miles, anything? Yeah, um, so my character, because of his... You know his history. He's a he's a little bit of a, a lone wolf. So even though he will play with these characters, he will not trust them mm. uh, implicitly as a team. Mm. Uh, he has dealt with some of them, so I know that you know Ramian Idris will have or Idris would have had uh, you know some dealings before. So he's it's a little bit more comfortable. But uh, some of the unknown factors, like Rebecca's character, will be more interesting just because you know she he he will have kind of looked up who everyone is before he's even met them. And will probably know things about them that they don't want people to Mm -hmm. know. Um, So he has kind of a contentious relationship. So it'll be interesting to see if he can actually function with a team.
2: Trust Issues, yeah. the Starfinder yeah. Real Play Podcast. <laughs> yeah,
4: that was that was actually something that I'd considered that i considered uh when I was thinking about your character there there, Miles. Uh you know, and this has got some some past that they don't really
0: want to, you know,
4: they don't really want uh dragged back up again. And so
0: <laughs> But it's so going to all that dirty <laughs> laundry come out of the
1: Episode one, Miles blackmails everyone. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's not for the purpose of blackmailing necessarily.
0: Uh, it definitely <laughs> is. Don't let him. He, he told me he's going to blackmail
3: you. No, I he did, did the not. best. That's not how that conversation went.
0: you <laughs> don't spend
2: just,
1: all your character creation
0: credits
2: but he now. But d- he, uh, he does. If does, you figure uh, out what, my character's backstory, you've kind of earned it. I'm just going to say. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, no. All kinds of mysteries. There are going to be mysteries that you guys keep from each other. Uh, mysteries. Uh, about your characters that I'm going to try and keep from you as best that I can. And we are going to hear about them in our first game, which is coming up. You can listen to it right now. But for now, we've talked enough in this episode about you guys, the game, the podcast. So we have to wrap it up. (laughs) We're we're going long. Uh, And that's that's our episode zero or whatever we call it. And I know it went by fast, but it's been a while. But uh, just if you're interested in finding out more about what we're going to do on Cosmic Crit... Uh, You can find all of our information on our lovely website at www.cosmiccrit.com. We've got information about the characters these guys are playing up on there and about us too. Yeah, so uh, all, all the player information, uh, our show notes, and our episodes are going to be up online. Uh, if you're listening to this, you can listen to them all right now. And we're going to have more online uh, soon after that. So check us out. That does it for us right now. And like I said, we're going straight into our first official episode. So hit next, and you can listen to it immediately. You're going to meet the player characters. You're going to learn more about the world of Starfinder in our first episode, episode one of Cosmic Crit called Space Hooligans. Listening to Cosmic Crit, a Starfinder role-playing game actual play podcast. If you like what you hear and want to know more, find us online at CosmicCrit.com where you can see our character sheets, read their backstories, and check out all of our art. Follow us online at Cosmic Crit on the Twitter and the Instagram, or send us an email, uh, a question, a comment, or a critique at CosmicCrit at gmail.com. Our theme music is Epic Song by the band Alpha Brutal. You can find them online at alphabrutal.bandcamp.com. Thanks for listening, and until next time, may all your crits be cosmic crits.